wish to die, please raise their hands. Okay, go. Ready? Okay, ready? Three, two... Hi, guys! Welcome back to Nightmares and Chill. Oh, man, does that feel good to say again. And weird. And weird, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's been a while. Um, like the Stain song. <laughs> okay. Maybe we won't be back today. I was going to sing it for you, but I was like, Ooh. Please do it. We, they, oh. miss your, they miss your singing voice. No. We're... Okay. I'm so, on vocal rest. God, oh, <laughs> love that. Yep, okay. Well, then, so I will be um, doing all the talking today, I guess. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Anyway, welcome back to Nightmares and Chill, a podcast where we take one iconic horror movie and one true crime story and, and we, we bring, bring them, them together. together. Wow. Well, look at, at least us. we got that right. Thank God. So it's been a little while. Just like a week and a half you know a week and a half or maybe two months okay who's you know tomato tomato right who's counting who's counting besides us every weekend is it happening today no yeah it's we've been (sighs) wanting to we've had every intention Mm -hmm. to come back to record taking all the safe precautions with everything going on but you know sometimes life just says no. Just says no. And sometimes life is a little spooky in real life mm-hmm. and not just true crimes and fictional horror movies. Truly. Just current events kind of hit close to home yes, for both of us. For both of us. There's yeah. been, you know, we've gone through some tough shit the last two months. Mm-hmm. Um, won't get into details, but, you know, just guys, take this thing serious. Wash your hands, wear your masks, all of that shit. But we're okay. Yeah, no, we're, we're okay. fine. We're good. And everything that has happened, thank God, has worked out. Yeah, it's for the better. Blown over. But yeah. But to be on the safe side, we took some time away. Yeah. Because it's just a podcast at the end of the day and it's not exactly. worth exactly our health. You know? Exactly. And also we ain't getting paid for this yet. Correct. Anchor hit us up. <laughs> <laughs> for real. I don't understand. We have to tell her later what about, oh, and, about that. Yeah. And by her, uh, Jen does this oh, a lot because she thinks that we are being recorded and that people can see us. <sighs> I'm sorry. We, uh, <laughs> our friend comes and watches and helps us record with this as well. Obviously, Eric is in the room. She's like our, um, I don't want to say assistant. That's like rude. Yeah. She kind of keeps <laughs> us in check. She does. But if we blow up, you are not getting paid. No. Um, Correct. <laughs> girl and at that point she's just a groupie <laughs> she's the nightmares and chill number one fan oh well yeah yeah that's pro- she's probably the only one that listens to us let's True. be real she's like has 50 different accounts yep i'm fine with it so what is there to talk about let's i guess let's talk about some spooky things that have happened universal studios announced that there will not be a halloween horror nights devastating in la and in florida yeah what are we gonna do that's like our whole Halloween. That's season. literally all we look forward to. What our friend group looks forward to every year. We end up buying passes. So are we taking a break this year from like our friendship and Halloween? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Well, it's funny. I actually saw that they're going to be doing like safe haunts, like in your car. Oh. 
So, I mean, I'm sure we could probably try one of those. I'm going to want to at least do that. Yeah, I'm down. In a car, sure, why not? How scared I'll be, I'm not I don't sure. even know. I don't even know. Like, I think I'm just, like, desensitized to being scared. Like, I guess we'll get into this when we actually talk about yeah. what we're covering. But I watched the movie last night at, like, 12 a.m. And usually even after, like, I watch a spooky movie, like, even if it's not that scary, I'm kind of like, all right, let me watch, like, a episode of, like, a funny show yeah. just so that I can, like, go to bed and not have to. Yeah. I was so fine last night. I was like, all right. Aww. So I think, you know, the real world is spookier. Yeah. So yeah. So no universal, no, not, um, not scary farm. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure the hayride will be what that shit sucks anyways. But like the hayride, it's such a freaking ripoff. It's so lame. It is like a high school production. It's so shitty. I what's, zero what's out of five stars. High school productions? If I'm paying that much for a ticket, I expect more than no, a fucking teenager coming at me like yeah. with nothing. No. Yeah. Mm-mm. I'm done. And then you sit in this like trailer for the hayride. You literally sit on Does the bottom of the trailer. Yeah. And it's kind of long. And if you're tall, like Ron struggling, mm. I'm five, three. So I was like, okay, he's six, one. He struggled a little bit. And you're sitting, like you're touching the person next to you. You're cramped. Not good for COVID-19 it's right now. Hell no. It's, it's not fun. Zero out of five stars. Do not recommend that shit is whack. Yeah, that's that's crazy. It's like dumb. everything is uh, Disneyland's not so scary Halloween party, mm-hmm. all of that stuff. So, and I know everyone keeps saying like Halloween is canceled. Halloween doesn't have to be canceled, you canceled. guys. You can still have a safe, you know, little spooky movie night. Mm-hmm. It is going to be weird though to like, I guess, no trick or treating this year, huh? I would hope not. <laughs> that's crazy. I'm sure someone's going to try. Me. Well, yeah, me too. It's fine. But like, ma'am, you're 30. And what are your thoughts on this? Is actually funny. What mm-hmm. are your thoughts on like adults trick or treating? I mean, I think it's a little weird if you're doing it like with your kid, mm-hmm. like taking them to the door. Okay. But if it's just like like me solo trick or treating, right? That's weird to me. I'm, I don't know. No offense to anybody, but no. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just kind of like at that point. I mean, I have, I haven't trick or treated in a while, mm-hmm. but I don't know. If an adult comes and they're wearing a costume, like, what the fuck? Like, just give them the candy. I'm not going to deny them candy, but am I going to be like, what the fuck? <laughs> Probably. Sorry. I guess. I don't know. I guess I just don't care. I'm just like, whatever. You want to keep your youthful, you know, keep that one thing in life that's fun. Just do it. Go for it's it. just not for me. I'm not going to deprive you, but I get it. Yeah, I mean, no, I wouldn't. But if you're also being creepy and like if you're by yourself, yeah. maybe that's a little different. But if you're yeah. like with some friend and like, oh, we're going to just get some free candy. But also yeah. if you're just coming in and you're just wearing like a mask. Oh, yeah. That's, no, mm, you have to try. You have to like at least be in a costume. Agreed. But yeah, that's it for Halloween. Mm-hmm. Any other updates? I got a dog. Oh, God. I got a dog. I'm a mom now. On Jennifer's lap right now. Yep. Just chilling. Her name is Scout. Yep. Her name is Scout. She's my little girl Scout. She's brown and white, just like her mother. Mm-hmm. I saw that earlier, but that joke's coming back again. Oh, no, yeah. The, the people need and to And she it. has big ears, just like her mother. Yes, so that's here true. we are, bonding away. She's so cute. Yeah, but she's great. I love her. More than life itself. So now I have a purpose in life. So here we are. That's how I feel about my dog. Uh-huh. I go to work for her. Yep. 100%. I breathe for her. 100%. Target trips are for her now. There we go. God bless. Anyways, so. So what are we covering today? Tonight, we are covering a movie we picked a long time ago to discuss. Yes. We are covering the great spooky movie, The Conjuring 2. 
Wow. That was a good intro, right? That, that was pretty good. Hire me. Anyways. Yes. Yeah. The Conjuring 2. How many Conjurings are there? Do you know? In the whole. Oh, so I'm sure. You in know. the whole Conjuring universe, all the movies that are like slightly connected. Like the Annabelle. Yes. And all, there yeah. are seven. Wow. And then there is going to be an eighth with the Conjuring 3. The wow. devil made me do it. Coming out June 4th, 2021. They really said, let's milk this for all it's worth. They really did. It's funny. I think of like the Conjuring series as like the superhero movies of like horror films oh that's yeah like they're not that great they're not they're really not but everyone knows about them Mm -hmm. everyone has seen maybe at least one of them and they're entertaining they do they get the job done yeah especially like the first couple of like conjuring movies like the first one i think is an actual good horror movie i agree it scared me yeah for sure same and then they all kind of go downhill from there. Yeah. I haven't seen all of them, though. And I'll list through all of them when we... Yeah. When we, I guess we can list them out now. Go for it. There's The Conjuring. That came out in 2013. Wow. I'm kind of shook. I was in college. Wow. And then Annabelle. And then The Conjuring 2, which is what we're covering today. And if you guys are confused, no, we have not covered The Conjuring. We're just skipping movies. We're co- co- covering The Conjuring 2. You don't need to cover the others to get this movie. It's no, fine. not at all. And then there's Annabelle Creation. And then The Nun. Which is a spinoff of this direct mm-hmm. movie. Which Ooh. I didn't hate it, but it's it's rough. Yeah, it's rough. But I also just like that. Like the Formiga sisters, I think are precious oh, as hell. Yes. And they like Agreed. they they can do no wrong in my book. They saved it. Also Patrick Wilson, Daddy. Mm-hmm. I met him. Oh, lucky. I met him the week the conjuring came out. He was filming a movie right next to my school. Oh, cute. And I wanted to talk to him about the conjuring and I didn't. I talked to him about Insidious though. Oh, even better. He was so nice. That's good. And then The Curse of La Llorona. Mm-hmm. That was a bad movie. I've never I'd never watch it. It was, you know, it was bad. I mean, to not to get too on here, but to have a movie about the La Llorona and then have your female protagonist be a white lady. Mm, a little interesting. <laughs> Annabelle comes home. Girl, she has what three movies? Damn, she's she really doing the most. Yeah, that's the third one. Annabelle comes home, and then the and then the Country Three, which hasn't come out yet. Love that for them. And then they have scheduled like spinoffs. There's going to be a spinoff of the Crooked Man, apparently, um, which we'll talk about today, and some other stuff. It's been some crazy craziness. We love that. And then the true crime we're covering is obviously the true crime that inspired the movie, the Enfield. Horror house? What is it called? Edenfield. Edenfield. I've heard it. I've heard it. Edenfield and Edenfield. Okay. Not Eden. Sorry. Enfield. Enfield. Okay. Yeah. Someone people said they'll say Endfield, but it's Enfield. There's Enfield. there's no E N D. Okay. Gotcha. The Enfield Poltergeist. The Enfield Poltergeist. Poltergeist or Poltergeist? How do you say it? Poltergeist. Poltergeist. I don't even. I don't know either. Caitlin, what do you? Poltergeist. I think it's poltergeist. It's poltergeist, right? Because again, I heard both, and I was like, poltergeist. So let's get into it. All right. So as Eddie already said, The Conjuring Two focuses on the real life story of a family being haunted by a demonic presence in their London apartment or flat. Mm -hmm. Excuse me, London. Sorry, girl. Get the London look. Okay. So in the movie, we We see only Stan L'Oreal. Oh shit! Fuck you, Revlon. Unless you want to sponsor us. All right. Let me love you. Sorry. In the movie, we see Ed and Lorraine Warren, two very famous do you know who they are investigators of the paranormal aspect just a little bit in case you haven't heard ed and lorraine warren are 
they're they're pretty infamous when it comes to paranormal investigations. Yeah, exactly. They have a lot of famous stuff under their belt. A lot of weird ones that I never heard of until I Googled them. I was a little shook. Yeah. So a little tidbit before we get into Jen's case. Ed and Lorraine Warren weren't really a big part of it, huh? Yeah, they weren't involved very much. They showed up to the site uninvited. I saw that. Yeah, they weren't like allowed in the house at first. They were kind of like, oh, here we go. And then Ed, to another investigator on the site, he said, I can make a lot of money off of this. He did? Yeah. That's crazy. So that's when everybody was just kind of like, oh, they're just out here for some cash, right. you know? So they showed up unannounced and everyone- They were there for one day? Two days. Two days. And everyone was like, why Why are they here? And he said that to another investigator and they were just like- Which is funny because go. like they, they, so they didn't charge for their service, but they got like paid like when they like did like shows or like, and they wrote all these books. Mm-hmm. Um, and in the movie, The Conjuring 2, they are a huge part- of the case they are like the main characters in that movie which yeah. is so funny it's very funny because in real life no they were like an extra in the background that is so weird yeah well i have some little stuff about ed and lorraine warren um it, so they founded the the new england society for psychic research other known as nespr in 1952 They have claimed to have investigated over 10,000 cases during their career, which I'm just like, that's not even possible. Like between like the two of you. Right. I mean, I don't, I don't know. They, they sound a little crazy for sure. But if you're like we said, they have a lot of cases under their belt. Obviously Annabelle's one of their most famous ones, the little raggedy and all Amityville. Yeah. That's them. And then Cheyenne Johnson. Do you know who that is? Mm-mm. He's the guy that the werewolf guy? No, he killed his landlord and then he like claimed that the devil made him do it and he was oh. like able to like get off of that because of that or whatever. No way. I think so, yeah. What? Yeah. Holy shit. That shit never flies. We're always like, okay. Yeah. So that was like a whole thing. And that's what the wow. conjuring three is gonna be about. <gasps> Mm-hmm. Oh, spicy. I know. And speaking of spicy, oh. so I just read <laughs> a couple years ago, a woman named Judith Penny came out and said oh, no. that she has been having an affair with Ed Warren for like most of the, <gasps> their life. Yeah. She was 15 when the affair started and he was in his mid thirties. Shut up. That's disgusting. Uh, yep. And that she said that Lorraine knew about her oh, and that she was living in the house what? with them as like a mistress. Oh. Yeah, and she like tried to like sue uh Warner Brothers. Uh-huh. over like depictions of like the Warrens and obviously like you can't really, you know, it, right. it's a you know, fictional yeah. movie based on true events. So like that's a whole thing. I don't mm-hmm. think even Warner Brothers even like took the case, but yeah. like it was a whole thing. I'm shookity shook. She also claimed that she got pregnant and that Ed uh, forced her to get an abortion and that he was abusive to Lorraine. Oh my God. And sometimes, this is a quote from her, sometimes Ed would actually have to slap her across the face to shut her up. And some nights I thought they were going to kill each other. Oh. Very different from the Warrens we see depicted in the movies. Yeah, in the movie, they're one. They're the cutest little couple. I was going to say, they're very good looking mm-hmm. in the movie. They're real- beautiful. Ooh. They are not like that in real not life. Not to judge, but you you were not. Lorraine's Patrick. style in the movie is always popping. Yeah. Yeah. So wow. they were, they're not all what they um are made out to be. So I don't, obviously wow. these are all claims that she did. Right. You know, we don't, there's no proof to any of this. Of course. But. 
But damn, if that stuff is true, that is spicier than a spice chicken nugget. Oh, God, do we love those. That's wild, dude. Yeah. That's juicy. It's a juicy bitch. All right. So let's get into this, right? Yeah. Well, like we already said, the movie makes this story a lot more yeah. spicy than it oh, actually yeah. is. It's... <sighs> It's, I mean, it's interesting. And I think anything with like demonic possession, yeah. oh, stuff like that, yeah, will always grab a headline. That's but the shit I like. Same. That's why we do this, you mm-hmm. know, because we're just so passionate about it. Mm-hmm. We love a good demon. But. God. Oh. So, oh my God, did you guys hear that? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, yeah. So it's, it's. Oh, yeah. I've got it, some shit to say. I'm excited for you to say this case. Oh, okay. Oh, I'm scared. No, I'm just. Do you want to say it now? No, oh, let's okay. get to it. Okay. So the story begins between the years of 1977 through 79 on 284 Green Street in Enfield, London. Cute. Get the London look. Girl, we're not doing that. Oh, sorry. What, you have to do this whole segment in an accent? No, that's... In a London accent? You do the accents. All right. You do it. Yeah, we can do it the whole time. Great. Okay. So at that home, um, there was a family. It was a mother with her four children, Margaret, 13, Janet, 11, who is the main star mm-hmm. of the story, and their little brothers, Billy, who was 10, and Johnny, who was seven. These basic names. Well, interesting. And their mother, Peggy. Peggy. Wait, what was interesting? Well, already in the movie, Billy's the youngest brother. Oh, Maybe I'm wrong, but I don't. I don't. And no, they, sometimes they do that. That's weird. To like, I don't know. They'll just switch things around. Okay, cute. Um, so the event started taking place on the night of August 30th, 1977. Oh wow! 15 days from today. That's crazy. We're covering it right on the anniversary. Look at us. Janet told her mom that she noticed that her brother's bed was wobbling. Think of The Exorcist, perhaps. Mm-hmm. That's what I thought of. The next night, more strange occurrences started happening, but this time it was coming from a dresser in the kids' room. Peggy claims she heard loud noises, including the sound of feet shuffling. A dancing ghost. Mm-hmm, coming from upstairs. And when she ran upstairs to investigate, she figured it was just her kids goofing around before bedtime, you know, like not going to bed. Just a little just Little chit-chatting. Okay. That was for Caitlin. The kids... The kids explained to her that what she was hearing was actually the drawers of their dresser being like open and closed repeatedly. Mm. Yeah, spooky shit. It was a ghost that lost something. She was like, oh, "Where's my picking out an outfit." Mm-hmm. So she said, "Then she saw that, like she saw the drawers opening." Yes, and then if that wasn't enough, she claims the dresser started moving towards the door as if trying to like lock them in the room. That's scary. Very scary. Could you imagine your furniture? Like in Beauty and the Beast? I would kind of. That's exactly what I was thinking. I'd be like, there's something sweet. And almost can I be possessed by the devil? Ever rewatch that movie and when that, like her, um. Oh, the wardrobe? My brother was like, that's That's Eddie. Eddie. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, truly. Oh, he was drunk as hell, though. Okay. We, um, he was? We, no, we all were, but he was like, he fell asleep, remember? I mean, I could have fallen asleep. Oh. So after this incident, more things started to happen. Next was knocking on the walls. We love a good knocking on a wall story. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The knocking scared the family so much. They would often sleep together in one room with the lights on. Love that. We love a sleepover. Yeah, that kind of sounds fun. It's kind of cute. Yeah. Neighbors who visited after Peggy went to them for help also said he heard the knocking as well. And the neighbors were also frightened. So they left. (laughs) 
They also that. said the knocking was coming from the walls, the ceiling, anywhere you could get a little knock wow. sound. It was there. Yeah. They probably got a rat infestation. Maybe. So. I mean, in London. Right. Dirty over there. It's a little. It's a little. It's a little spooky. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so knocking sounds, they came from the ceiling, within the walls, the doors of the home. Like I said, any surface you could knock, they, they would eventually hear knocking coming from it. So what started this? What brought on this demon to start tormenting this family? Do you want to take any guesses? What usually brings a demon into someone's home? Like what, what could we do? Premarital sex. That's a close second, but... It's a Ouija board. Yes! Girl, I saw the movie. <laughs> The two girls played with the Ouija board and soon after the spookiness began. Wow. Soon after the knocking, toys started being thrown around the home. Mm -mm. Furniture was overturned or completely rearranged and the family heard loud, unexplained noises. Not just knocking, but just like, I don't know, someone falling, whatever, just a noise. Wow. Yeah. So it was the works. This ghost was like, we're doing this, sister. She was, she was loud. She yeah. was obnoxious. She said, I'm here. She said, my presence yes. needs to be made. The police were called to the home and said they witnessed an armchair levitate, flying objects also moving around the room. The police said this? Yes. Oh, wow. Two police officers. And then water appearing on the floor and a physical assault by, from a ghost. And cold gusts of air would just like form around them. God, I would love that. Right? A little AC moment. Heat, mm-hmm, a little AC. Let yeah. me have a cold ghost. Please. Just, just stay right. Sleep right next here. to me. Yeah, Caitlin would appreciate that. Mm-hmm. So after the knocking sounds, furniture moving, neighbors getting spooked, the entity in the home took things up a notch and started to physically torment the family. And the main target was little Janet. Damn it, Janet. Janet was photographed levitating. From her bed, bitch, we'll get into Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. the Daily Mirror, a fucking tabloid, visited the family to cover their story. And while there, they captured photos of Janet levitating. Love that. Now, Eddie, Mm. when you picture someone saying, oh, she was levitating, what do you envision? Like, okay, like the scene in The Exorcist when she's like her head back. Sorry, I moved from the mic. Her head back, her arms out. and So kind of like flat, like, mm -hmm. right. Okay. No knees bent, none of that. Correct. This girl looks like Zac Efron jumping around on that golf course in High School Musical. Oh, we stand. Like jumping. She's not levitating. She's just, she's jumping off the bed. jumping on the she's bed. She's jumping off the bed. And she has this like spooky face. She's wearing a little red nightgown. Like, girl, you're not, you're not like, no. Oh, she got opinions. I got angry. Okay. Your Oscar was not granted. That Ooh. role failed. Ooh. You hear that, Jennifer Lawrence? Oh. I don't know. Today's her birthday. Oh, my God. Oh. I didn't even make that connection. Spooky. You love her. I, well, yeah. I love Katniss. Oh, Katniss. Sorry. Okay. So Janet claims that when she would levitate, it was really scary because she wasn't quite sure where she was going to land. That's a pretty good concern to have when you're levitating. When you're jumping off your bed, you mean? Anyways, but some outsiders claim to have witnessed Janet levitating. A baker and a lollipop lady. Do you know what that is? A lollipop lady? Mm-hmm. Like doing... It's kind of precious. Like what What they do? Yeah, what that is. No. That's their term for a crossing guard. Because it stops something like oh, a lollipop. Isn't that cute. cute? My sister's a lollipop lady. Call her that for now, please. Oh, don't be like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> 
So the baker and the lollipop lady. Yes. Saw what is this, Beauty and the Beast? Right. They said they walked by um, their house one day and through Janet's bedroom window, they saw her being pushed by an invisible force. She's a Mm-hmm. Correct. Yeah. Us, though. My, truly. We'll be like, oh, we're, my God, did you see that? We're calling the Daily Mirror. Come back. The Nightmares and Chill has an exclusive. We can jump, too. <laughs> so after a paranormal investigator named... Morris, we're going to say? Morris. Morris Morris Gross Gross started investigating the family's home. This demon who was haunting the home soon started possessing little Janet and was using her to communicate. Janet started speaking in an unusual voice that clearly wasn't hers. Clearly. Clearly. Janet told UK's Channel 4 that, quote, I felt used by a force that nobody understands. I really don't like to think about it that much. I'm not sure who the poltergeist was truly, if he was truly evil. It was almost as if it wanted to be a part of our family. It didn't want to hurt us. It had died there and wanted to be at rest. It's kind of sad. Yeah, it is. So Janet mentions that it died there, right? Mm. It was later discovered and confirmed by the deceased son that a man named Bill Wilkins died of a hemorrhage in his armchair downstairs in the family's living room. Wow. Yeah. Bill Wilkins. That's that's the one. The one and only. Wow. It was then believed that the family was, in fact, being haunted by Bill Wilkins. Mm-mm. R.I.P. Boo. Grumpy old man. Okay. Mm-hmm. Speaking through Janet, Bill said things like, just before I died, I went blind and had a hemorrhage and I fell asleep and died in my chair in the corner downstairs. That's a long quote for a demon. As if the haunting wasn't enough, Janet was being teased at school and the kids were calling her ghost girl, which called me that. Yeah, I want to be I would that. make merch for myself. That's cute. Ghost yeah. girl? They didn't have that kind of branding back then. Eddie, though. we should have been called the ghost kids. That's cute. Well, we are quitting Nightmares and Chill. Oh, and we're yeah, starting yeah, a new yeah, podcast. Yeah. The Ghost Kid the Podcast. Ghost kids. One investigator in particular among the many that would investigate the family um, that was heavily involved, and I already mentioned earlier, was Maurice. Is that how we agreed to say it? Morris. Morris. <laughs> Morris, Morris Gross. He was a British paranormal investigator, and this was the case that put him on the map. Gross had a sad start to his paranormal career. His daughter, also named Janet, mm-hmm. do you know about this? Mm-hmm. Died in a motorcycle accident in August 1976. Oh my God, one August. year before the haunting of this family. Oh, yeah. That's crazy. Right? Uh, family members said that they were start they started experiencing paranormal things after her death. Like they thought it was her like trying to give them signs, like visiting, stuff like that. Gross then joined the ghost club. Cute. That is also cute. Really cute which is the oldest paranormal research investigation group. Charles Dickens was also a member. What the fuck? Mm-hmm. We love him. He loved little ghosts. So gross was very intrigued. I wonder if her name being Janet, if that I'm was sure, a little, you know, like I'm probably right. Like a, a daughter being yeah. you know, going through this. Yeah. He was 100% convinced that there was a supernatural entity haunting this family. And he even offered a thousand pounds, a little over $1,300 in American money, a dollar. Yeah. You know, wow, that's a lot. Mm-hmm, to anyone who could prove it was not. Specifically, he said if somebody could prove that Janet is faking her Bill Wilkins voice, he would hand over the money. One man was up for the challenge. Oh. Mm-hmm. After hearing Janet's voice in an interview, professional ventriloquist okay. Ray Allen was certain he could prove that Janet was faking her Bill Wilkins voice. 
after um, observing the children, specifically Janet and her voice, he was 100% certain that she was faking the voice because she liked the attention that it brought her. But Okay. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I mean, I get it, girl. Same. I'm sure if I had gotten like in touch with like a daily mirror type thing. Yeah. Girl, I would have said I was possessed too. Right. So speaking of this voice, have you heard it? Mm -hmm. Do you want to hear it right now? Yes. Play it. Should I play it? Can I play Eric? Play a little clip. Okay, here we go. Let me hear you say my name. Come on. Let me hear you say my name. That's not my name. Come on, my name's Morris. Let me hear you say it. Say Dr. Bellock. Come on, let me hear you say that. Come on, let's hear you say Dr. Bellock. Now, if you squeak the bed, I can't hear you talking. Now, say Dr. Bellock. Come on. Come on, say it for me, Dr. Bellock. Dr. Bellock. Okay, so I just wanted to get a little yeah, a little that's taste. that's a little scary. And so go ahead and imitate it real quick. All right, let's storm. My name is Bill Wilkins. Kind of like Jack Sparrow meets like a demon. Oh my god. Okay, what so were you they, gonna say? they claim that a, an 11 year old was doing that voice. Yeah, that she was faking it. That to me it seems kind of hard for like an 11 year old to She's do. Talented, I guess. I don't know. I mean, truly. Yeah, I mean, and also didn't like these like interviews like last a long time. Like to keep doing that, that fucking damages your like. Mm-hmm. Like, how would she know how to professionally do that at 11 years old? I don't know. That's a, I think you would know that answer. Right. You know, I don't know. Um, yeah, people think it's real. Some say she faked the whole thing. Do I think they faked the whole... We'll get to that at the end. Sure. But I don't know. Okay, so when did this voice exactly start? And like I said, was it real? So in 1980, Janet was interviewed by a docu- for a documentary, and some of her quotes have led some people to believe that she may have been inspired to create this voice after talking to Gross. After discovering that an actual man died in that home, Gross was quoted as saying, all we need now is voices to talk. Mm. The next night, the voice was born. Mm. So that's a why star is a star is born. So that's why people think like she was kind of nudged to gotcha. fake this voice. But honestly, no one will ever really know, you know? Right. Yeah. This led to even more speculation that the kids did in fact fake the haunting and the demonic voice spoken by Janet. Something else that was strange about the voice was that when Janet would speak in this voice, no one was allowed in the room. But that interview, isn't someone sitting in the room with yeah, her? Yeah. So it, and I read this like multiple times. Yeah. Because I, the, uh, the interview that, or the clip that I've seen, she's like next to her sister. Yes. And they're like, yeah. And they're, uh, she's like kind of laughing though. Like she yes. kind of looks like oh, she's we, like. Oh, we get into that. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. But you're right. Yeah. But someone is clearly in the room. Like, yeah. But I guess like when they would just hear it at home, like it was just her in her room. I, we weren't there. We don't know. But He's shy. Know. She's a little shy. He, sorry, the, the demon. He's a little shy. So eventually the haunting stopped and life went back to normal. A new normal for the family, a term we love to hear nowadays. Love that. God. Janet credits a visit from a priest in 1978 for this. She said the Warrens had no helping hand in getting rid of the poltergeist. Oh, damn. Mm-hmm. She outed them. 
After the priest's visit, the spooky occurrences didn't completely stop, but it was enough for the family to be able to live again in that home. They still heard occasional noises here and there, like the feet shuffling, stuff like that, but it was didn't scare them as much as it did in the beginning. It was kind of like, okay, he's here. They got here. used to it. Yeah, yeah. Billy, one of Janet's younger brothers, lived there until his mom died, and he said he always felt like something was watching him in the house. That's ugly. Hell yeah. So why do people believe this whole thing was a hoax and made up by children? Tell me. Let's get into it. Do you want to give your opinion now or at the end? Later. Get into it. So there's some evidence that shows that they, in fact, fake some things and may have slipped up during an interview. One incident that sticks out is when Janet is asked how it feels to be haunted by a poltergeist. She replied, it's not haunted. Her sister shot her a look and told her to shut up, and she was giggling. The interviewer felt as if her sister realized Janet had blown their cover, like keeping the story over being haunted. And she was like, it's not really anything. So her sister was like, bro, mm. keep to the script, sister. Mm-mm. Yeah. Don't we know that? Next, Janet herself confessed to faking some stuff. Keyword, some. Oh. Mm-hmm. Janet told ITV News, oh yeah, once or twice we fake things just to see if Mr. Gross and Mr. Playfair, that was Gross's partner, would catch us. And they always did. Janet estimated that about 2% of the activity in the home was fake. Oh, shit. And that her and her sister, like... Were fucking around. Mm-hmm. So like Janet mentioned in in that interview, Gross did in fact catch her faking or setting up paranormal activities in the home. Janet and her sister were caught bending spoons in an attempt to show the poltergeist was messing with the family's silverware. Janet also admitted to placing a tape recorder and flower pots in the middle of a room. Was that in the movie as well? Or am I tripping? I don't know, right? I don't think so. I didn't watch it on purpose. I didn't want to like try to, I don't know. I was afraid I was going to, I don't know. I just didn't do it on purpose. It's okay. You're not missing much. Okay. I did watch it though, but I just, yeah, yeah, I didn't remember it. Yeah. Um, So till this day, people still think that this whole thing is a hoax and some really do believe this haunting did occur. Some people believe the events that took place in the home were too much for two girls to plan and to carry out while others believe they did fake more than just 2%. They faked the entire thing. But most skeptics didn't conduct their own research and they are simply basing their opinions on quotes from interviews, which most pointed out, they said they were often misquoted. So what they read, it wasn't even truly like Janet never even said that, or it's like, they're just kind of interpreting it how they want to. That's media for you. Mm Mm-hmm. A journalist asked Gross if a skeptic ever examined his findings and recordings. He said no. (laughs) So there's that. His co-investigator, Playfair, also had the same answer. Love that. Mm -hmm. One man named Dr. Melvin Willen walked in unsure of the case. He was kind of like, "Eh, it's just kind of a thing that's here. Right. But after reading Gross's um, findings, he himself has now taken a neutral stance on it. He He is not convinced that the girls faked everything. So what happened to the family after the media coverage was fading, the spotlight was off of them, you know, they became little B-list actor moments. Really? Johnny died of cancer at age 14. Oh, shit. Sad, huh? That's so sad. Isn't that sad? I know. Billy lived in the house till his mother died, which I mentioned earlier, I think. Yeah. But after that, another family moved into the home. A woman named Claire Bennett and her four sons moved in. Like Billy, Claire also said she always felt like somebody was watching her in the Mm. home. Her kids would wake up during the night because of voices they were hearing in the home. Oh, damn. Claire soon learned the history of the home. So she moved in and she she wasn't aware of like... Okay, she didn't know shit. No. 
The family stayed there until one night her 15-year-old son said he saw a man enter his room. Oh, hell no. They moved out the next day after only living oh, there for damn. two months. Yeah. She's like, we See, had and enough. And stuff like that, it kind of like convinces me that maybe like stuff is real. Right. Because like also, I mean, my biggest problem with this case is that all of that shit happened and they the whole family stayed there. Yeah. Like, I know. I mean. I mean, I know eventually it calmed down, but still, I but would want to go. But even like I the go. first like yeah. second of. Agreed. Of like even thinking that a man was coming around me. Oh, hell no. I'm I would, out of there. I would be spooked as hell. Absolutely. Yeah. As for Janet's sister, Margaret, she's done some interviews with her sister about it here and there. And Janet, she moved out when she was 16 and got married. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. And then when Janet heard about the Conjuring 2 movie, she was not happy. Oh, no. She was not pleased with this announcement. Why? She was like, I wanted Emma Watson to play me. No. Oh. She said, and I quote, I wasn't very happy about the, about the film. I didn't know about it. My dad had just died, and it really upset me to think of all these all these things being raked over again. Oh, damn. She was pissed about it. So, yeah, that is the story of the Enfield Poltergeist. That's kind of spooky. So where, where do you stand? Do you think it was fake or do you think it was real? So I think that they probably were. I think that the girls did probably see like something. Yeah. And then with, you know, as kids, you exaggerate things. Mm-hmm. And I definitely think that a lot of it is exaggerated. Yeah. And obviously there's proof that it was exaggerated. Yes. But I... I, I don't know. I think that maybe it started off as like they really did hear like knockings and stuff like that. And they were like, oh, my God, let's like, you know, continue this. Like amp it up or yeah, yeah make it a little more spicy. Maybe they did it to like scare like their mom. They thought it'd be funny to like mm-hmm. scare their like brothers. Yeah. See, I think I'm with you. Like, I, I do think that something was going on in that house. I don't I don't think they faked the whole thing. Right. But I do think they were just, like you said, exaggerating, making things seem a little more scary than they actually were. Yeah. But I don't know. I'm I'm sure some things. And then for the next family to move in and not know the history yeah, of the house, then they say the same that. things. Yeah. So it's very interesting. It is interesting. It's also like, I don't know, like little things too, like even Janet, like that voice is like so like to me, it's, it's so like can you imagine exactly. like how old is your nephew? 11 or 10. Okay. 10 or 11. And he's like a boy. Like, do you think mm. he can make that voice? I don't think so. Right? No. Like, I feel like that's hard. But I also, know. I, as a kid, shocker to nobody, mm-hmm. would pretend to be possessed all the time oh. and like make voices like that. So nothing's changed. So nothing's changed. But I would be like, for like a long ass time. And I can still sing very well. Look at him. So, he's you know, so maybe that just did fake it. Janet. Mm-hmm. That is crazy. Mm-hmm. Well, it's kind of funny because going into um, this episode, this I think this is the first time we've actually done a true crime that is based off of a movie. I mean, the, the a movie around. that is based off of yes. a true crime. Like this is the first mm-hmm. time we've actually had yeah, them you go, know, hand hand. go hand in hand. Mm-hmm. So for me, hearing some of the stuff you shared, a lot will be repeated because they stick pretty closely to like. Mm-hmm. at least the like linear events that went on in this case obviously there's a lot of of course exaggerated stuff and, i mean you have to i mean it's an interesting story but if that that alone is not enough for yeah. a movie but it's interesting for sure also i don't know if um if this came up in your research mm-hmm. but when the mom died they say that she died in the same chair i didn't read that anywhere really no okay because that's at the end of the movie at like when it tells you like what actually like happened did i read that i feel like i would have mentioned that yeah that's i was waiting for you to say that and then it did and i was like oh maybe that was just like something they typed Mm. up in the movie but yeah it said uh whatever years later um peggy 
died in the same armchair that Bill Wilkins died I in. I don't think from so. From like a heart attack. Because when her death was mentioned, it was just like, oh yeah, um, she died. Like it wasn't really like they didn't go into it very much. It was like she passed away and Billy stayed. They focused more on Billy staying in the house after that was like the big like, oh shit, like someone was still there. But maybe, but maybe my research was poorly done. I don't know. But I don't remember that. I mean, it's not important, but mm-hmm. I thought if that was true. If it's spooky. true, that's spooky. Hell yeah. But that's pretty much it. Well, well, well. Mm-hmm. All right. Now let's get into this film that what we Work just heard art. is based on. Mm-hmm. So this is The Conjuring 2, and in London, known as The Conjuring 2, The Enfield Case. Came out in 2016, three years after the original Conjuring. So this movie is directed by James Wan. James Wan? Wan. Fuck it. Logan. One of them. He is a huge uh, director when it comes to like horror things. A lot of his work you may be familiar with. He uh, directed Saw. Love. Directed Dead Silence. Directed the first two Insidious movies. Love. Um, the original Conjuring and Aquaman. A very scary movie. It was really bad, right? I didn't like it. Oh, okay. But yeah. So, you know, he's doing his thing. This movie stars Patrick Wilson, obviously, as mm-hmm. Ed Warren, Vera Farmiga as Lorraine Warren, who love her iconic. Mm-hmm. Her sister um, is in a lot of the American Horror Story mm-hmm. seasons. And then she was also she played Norma Bates in the Bates Motel show on um, A&E that came out a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. And then we have Madison Wolf as Janet, Francis O'Connor as Peggy, Lauren Esposito as Margaret. And, you know, Benjamin, a bunch of little kids that, you know, you don't really care about. Mm-hmm. No offense to the cast. You guys were all beautiful and you guys all did great jobs. Look at you. Okay. So let's get right into this. Um, so the movie opens up at the Amityville house with the Lutz family in 1972 mm-hmm. or no, 1976. And um, it's kind of like uh, they're performing a, a seance. Mm-hmm. Um, Ed and Lorraine's team are performing a seance. Spicy, hot. We love a good seance. Um, because Lorraine is self-proclaimed clairvoyant. And she ends up having an inception, uh, like an inception-like vision where she sees um, Ronald DeFeo Jr., the guy behind the Amityville murder, kill his entire family. Didn't that come out that it was all fake? Yes. It did, right? Yeah. And a lot of people call this case in particular the Amityville, like London version or whatever, because it's a mess too. And, yeah. you know, whatever. So Lorraine begins freaking out and crying and she ends up seeing like a possessed looking boy Mm -hmm. and Ed tries to pull her back from her vision, but she ignores him. She's led to the basement and sees all these like dead kids, like from the Amityville murders. Spooky. And they point her towards a mirror where she sees the iconic nun behind her. So this is where we're first introduced to the nun. She's ugly, right? She's She's spooky. Yeah. She's scary. The entity then begins choking her and she screams and Ed and is pulled back into reality by Ed. Mm. She cries to Ed that this is as close to hell that I want to get. And oh the title God. card comes up. And now we're in 1977 London, baby. Love that. So we're introduced to our main bitch, Janet, with her little friend, Camilla. They're, you know, they're little, they're little baddies. Mm-hmm. Uh, Camilla's like smoking a cigarette. Oh. And she's talking about like letting, she's like, I'm thinking I'm going to let blah, 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 French kiss me. 
And yeah, oh, they, you know, look at them. And Camille also uh, gives Janet like the Ouija board that they built together. Oh, God. And then the teacher ends up catching them and um, confiscating the cigarettes mm-hmm. and like reprimanding them, whatever. So again, um, this is all stuff that we know. There are four siblings, Margaret, the oldest, Johnny, Janet. And then in the movie, the youngest is Billy. And he is like kind of bullied at the school for having a stutter, which is kind of funny because in it, Bill also has a stutter. Oh. Yeah, because wow. like one of the bullies comes up, they're like, what do you want, the b- b- Billy? And I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, that's like a scene from it. Rude. Stephen King did not approve. He did not. He's pissed. So later that night, Janet ends up showing Margaret the Ouija board and they try to um, get it to work and it doesn't. So they dismiss it and they show it under the bed. Never do that. So later that night, uh, Margaret wakes up to banging on her door. And they both just kind of like shrug it off. They're like, okay, you know, absolutely not. Exactly. No, I just don't understand. No. So now we jump back to see what the Warrens are up to. And they're on a TV show, um, like discussing the Amityville murders. And uh, basically this TV show is kind of like the host and like the other people on the show are kind of like discrediting them and being like, this is all a hoax. And so in the movie, it touches on that. How Yeah. you know maybe not everything they said was real that they were or amityville was a hoax or both both oh god got that it, got like it, how got could it. you know how you claim that these things yeah. happen and blah 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 and like you claim that you know you've talked to spirits and like how does that make any sense and right well good i'm glad someone did yeah that yeah it's like definitely in the movie and like ed's like i don't you know he has like a like a whole thing about it where he's just like, you know, we're doing this work out of the goodness of our hearts and blah, blah, blah. And, and our wallets sure feel mm-hmm. it. So uh, jumps back to the Hodgson family and Janet and her younger brother, Billy, are playing with a zo- zoetrope. Zoetrope. Do you know what that is? No. It's like the little, um, it's like a where you put like drawings and then mm-hmm. when it spins, it like makes like an animation oh yes like if you've ever been to california adventure yes. the disney animation mm-hmm. studio they have that okay mm-hmm. i figured some people would know about that yep um and they use it and it's uh this one though is like ha- plays a song it's called the crooked man and they use oh. it uh to help billy with like his speech impediment oh poor kid so peggy the mom ends up tucking the kids into bed and uh little billy goes downstairs to get some water when he sees the swing outside uh, swinging by itself gross and then margaret's woken up by janet talking to herself in like a spooky deep voice Ugh. the voice the voice yeah it's not as uh defined there you can tell okay. that it's just janet at first like it's just kind of like oh. her like speaking in like a deeper voice we love that for her mm-hmm. so she margaret comforts her back to sleep but she's obviously a little shaken up by it mm-hmm. which i'm like yeah girl i would be too like if you woke up to your sibling absolutely like doing that shit i'd be so freaked out. i would not be able to go back to bed i'd be like you're schizophrenic or something janet ends up waking up again and screaming stay away from billy stay oh actually i don't know why i said it in demonic voice she's like stay away from billy oh thank you (laughs) then a whisper is heard that goes this is my house ew yeah it's kind of spooky i was like oh i don't like that that's ugly and then we jump back to little billy going back to his room Mm -hmm. he passes the living room and we see like a quick shot of a man sitting on a chair and it's done really well it's kind of like it reminds me of like those scares like in hereditary where like we see something in the back but like it's not like the the point of focus isn't Mm -hmm. on it and that's the first time in the during this movie where i actually got like a little freaked out i was Mm -hmm. like oh that's spooky that's ugly. So on his way up to his room, he ends up stepping on like one of his toys. It's like a little fire truck that like lights up and makes noise. So he like kicks it uh, back into like this little play tent that he has. 
And oh, then, I remember that now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the toy ends up rolling back into the room. Ugh, no, he's thank like, you. what the hell? No, thank you. So he turns it off and like walks back to the tent to put it back in. And then a scream comes out from the tent, like a really ugly scream. Ew. And he runs to wake up his mom and she like goes to check it out and there's nothing there. And then all of a sudden she hears from downstairs, uh, sounds from downstairs and she goes to investigate and she finds Janet in like the armchair. Mm-hmm. Ugh. So they let Janet stay home from school the next day because clearly she's not feeling well right. and she's like wasn't able to sleep that night. So she ends up staying home. And Blessed. When you stay home from school. Dude, that was the best. Did you ever like fake being sick oh, to absolutely. stay home? Yeah. Oh man, those were the best. What did you watch on TV? Um, okay. Maury. Okay, love that. Jerry Springer. Mm-hmm. A lot of like Everest College commercials. Yeah. The price is right. Love that. Um Montel. And when Ooh. he had Sylvia Brown. Oh girl. Dude, I was all is over she that. She's still doing her thing. She's dead, I think. <gasps> oh, shut up. Yeah. She's dead. I think, right? Oh. I think I think she died. R.I.P. Um, came out as a hoax. Mm-hmm. Real life Lorraine Warren. Mm-hmm. As if Lorraine Warren isn't real. <laughs> right. That's pretty much the yeah. gist of it. I, yeah. I watched most of those too. Yeah. I, sometimes I would like click on to like if I when I was really young, I'd click on to like PBS and like watch Arthur. Oh yeah, me mm-hmm. too. Oh Arthur. And then when we got cable, it was all about like Disney Channel. Mm-hmm. But like during like the day, it was mostly like the kids' shows. Yeah. So like Roly Poly Oli, stuff like that. Yeah. Like I was a girl. We love her. And then I would watch like the bad movies, like the rated R movies. Ooh. Mm-hmm. I watched I watched kids for the first time <gasps> by myself. Eddie, that's was, a it was bad. That's the how first old time. were you? Oh girl, I don't even know. Like I had that movie. Ten. It was my sister's. Uh and I took it from my sisters and I watched it. And I was so I think that was probably when I first like learned about like date rape and shit like that. I don't even know. That movie's rough. Mm-hmm. My mom bought that for me at warehouse music. She didn't Wait, know what? She didn't know what she was buying me. I heard about it. <laughs> And I was like, mom, and she's like, oh, yeah. I got sure she saw the word kids. And she was yeah. like, oh, yeah. Because the cover is like colorful. Yeah. Dude, I put that shit on. The first scene, if you've seen mm-hmm. kids, you know. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. I watched it later in the night. I was <laughs> yeah. spooked. Mm-hmm. I must have been like 15, 16. Yeah. yeah. She bought it for me. Oh, my God. Yeah, I would love. I would just watch that. I remember we had uh, Brokeback Mountain mm-hmm. and I watched it like by myself. Well, I actually didn't. I like put it in and then I, I was kind of bored by it. Really? Yeah. I, I had heard it. that it was like spicy, uh-huh. but I was also a kid and I was like, I knew that there was like naked because I remember when my parents were watching it, I was like in my room and I would like come out and I, it was like Anne Hathaway's titties out. Oh. And I was like, okay, I'm going to watch this later. <laughs> like I'm going to call out sick and watch this movie. So I, didn't, I don't think I even watched like the gay parts. Call out sick? <laughs> I mean, you know, <laughs> pretend that I was sick. That's cute. But anyway, so Janet did not do any of that. She just was watching plain old TV in the 70s. Oh, boring. Exactly. Poor girl. But then the TV starts acting up and the channels keep changing by themselves. They always do. So then she like gets the remote and she like changes it back and then it like stays and she puts the remote right next to her. And then all of a sudden the TV starts doing it again. So she grabs the remote and the remote isn't there. Oh, hell no. She's like, what the hell? She's looking everywhere for it. Then she ends up getting a call from her mom and she's like, yeah, I just ate. Like I'm doing okay. I feel a lot better. And she goes to like answer the phone, which is in the kitchen. And right next to like the armchair next to the kitchen wall is the remote. And it's like, how did I get there? That's ugly. This kind of reminds me of the Daniel LaPlante case. A little bit. Right? Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, because things were like, he was like moving shit. Yeah. Ketchup. 
<laughs> a lot of ketchup. That boy loved his ketchup. Yep. And kind of similar. They thought the girls were faking it. Yeah. And yeah. Well, at least that, like, we knew, like, something was going on. Right. Right. Wouldn't that be crazy if, like, this whole time it was, like, a man stalking, like, them this whole time? Oh, anything. Anything is possible. Mm, truly. Oh, yeah. So then, um, then the, the spirit comes up and, like, scares the shit out of Janet. And we jump back to the Warrens. Lorraine wakes up to find Ed painting in like the oh. the bedroom. He's like, I couldn't sleep and like the notebook. Exactly. Very beautiful. And he's like, you know, I'm just gonna, you know, help this helps me. And when she looks at what he's painting, he's painting the nun. Ew, dude, no. And so she tells them that they need to stop doing like the house calls. Like they can't stop doing this. Like we can still go out and like lecture and like do the interviews because we want to get Collect that, that money. Collect that coin, sister. But um, we, we can't. We can't keep doing this. Like promise me like we're no longer going to do like these house calls because she also we're introduced to their daughter for the first time. I don't know. They had a kid. Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. I don't think she's in the first movie, mm, but she's like a teenager so. in this one. So Ooh, I was like, Wait. she's grown. Yeah. So uh, Janet ends up um, tying herself to like a jump rope to like the bed so that she doesn't like fall out mm-hmm. anymore. And so like that she knows that she can't go anywhere. Mm. And her sister is like annoyed by it, like judges her for it, which I'm like, girl, like you are hearing like this shit too. Right. Like she has like that whole like, like, wouldn't you be like, okay, girl, yeah, I get it. Yeah. Like, I don't know. That that to me is like kind of, I hate when movies do that where like, they make it seem like the family's like, oh, I don't really like believe what's happening. I'm like, you're experiencing it too. Yeah. Like you wouldn't just shrug it off like that. Whatever. Right. So obviously Janet wakes up to a pounding on the door, uh, but Margaret doesn't hear it because she goes to bed with some headphones on. Smart girl. Mm-hmm. And so she ends up pushing a chair to her bedroom door and jumps back into bed and like hides under the covers. And when she like lifts them up again, the chair's right next to her bed. Ugh, ugly. And then her like sheets are thrown off and the beds start shaking which you mentioned mm-hmm. and there's the screaming wakes up their mom and like the mom kind of dis, uh, dismisses it until Janet uh, shows that she has like a bite mark. <gasps> and so this didn't happen like in the actual no. case, there was no bite marks, No, which is funny because it's like a reoccurring thing in this movie. No, And then the mom uh, ends up finding like the Ouija board. Oh, she goes to like check under the coverage and she finds the Ouija board and she goes, this is what you guys are doing. You guys are, you know, trying to scare each other. And like, she blames it on them. She goes, you're, Trying, and that's why I can't get any sleep in this house. And then all of a sudden, the dresser moves to like the door, and they're all kind of like shook. And she, you know, and then she's like, "Okay, fuck, <laughs> you know, it's not a joke." So they flee to their neighbor's house for a refuge, and then the police come in. The two police men, mm-hmm. or no, it's a policeman and a policewoman, mm-hmm. and uh, they go in to inspect the house, and then they see the chair move in the kitchen, mm-hmm. and so they're like, "Okay, fuck that, we're out." And they're like, "We can't do anything about it. This is beyond our." you know yeah that that happened in real life yeah same thing that's so crazy because nothing illegal was happening they They couldn't yeah yeah surprise surprise and so we jump uh so they're like look like we can get the church involved we're gonna have to do that Mm -hmm. because there's nothing that we can do so we jump back to there's a lot of like jumping back and forth between this family and the warrens Mm -hmm. and lorraine is with her daughter and they end up seeing the nun like the daughter sees the nun she's like mommy who is that and i'm like girl you are very calm for like Ew. the spooky ass nun in the corner of the room i'd be like ah bitch oh my god and then i'd pass out and then i'd probably poop a little bit <laughs> <laughs> so i don't know like these these but i guess like 
if you did grow up with Ed and Lorraine, like maybe you're yeah. not that spooked. And you have that room yeah, in exactly. your house. Of oh, that. yeah, I didn't talk about that, but they have, you can still go and see like the actual like room. Like Would they you? Do, yeah, I think so. Yeah. I think that'd be kind of cool. Yeah. I, especially because I don't think any of it's real. Me either. I, yeah, same. But it'd be fun. I'd, yeah. I'd buy merch. Of course. Mm hmm. Yeah, so then Lorraine goes into the study where the painting of the nun that Ed did is hanging on the wall. And then the painting comes to life and like Ew. charges to uh, charges at Lorraine. And then the entity shows uh, Lorraine like she has a vision of Ed being impaled by something and dying. Oh, shit. So she's like, okay, like this is like we cannot like yeah. be fucking around with this shit. Yeah. And I'm just kind of like, girl, like you guys are like asking for it. True. Like get involved with the devil like that. So then the Hodgson family are reached out by like a TV crew, like this media mm -hmm. circus, and they want to like interview the family and like all of this stuff. And that's when we are introduced to Morris Gross and Anita Gregory, um, which I don't know if she was like a real um, thing in the case, but uh, she's also like a paranormal investigator. Okay. Um, but she is like a skeptic the entire time. Like in, throughout the movie, she's like, I don't believe any of this shit is happening. Good for her. And Morris is like, no, like it is. So that's when they uh, conduct the interview, that iconic interview that you just played for us. Mm -hmm. And Janet ends up like getting possessed by like the voice and we it's revealed that it's a man named bill wilkins he reveals that he died in the chair in the corner mm -hmm. um and he says that he likes that that he lives there that, that that's his house and that he likes seeing the girl scream Ew. yeah which is not in the original because in the or in the actual case they said that he was kind of like a not mean spirit yeah he wasn't mean yeah but this movie this fucker is mean as fuck yeah she said i never felt evil right no this motherfucker's evil as hell Ugh. what a what a creepy thing to say i know by the way yeah i don't like it no so the family ends up staying with their neighbors for the night because they're kind of freaked out by everything that went on and billy the little one wakes up to see like um a spirit in the form of like the crooked man the little thing that was on like his toy uh -huh. and it's so funny because i remember this scene scaring me in theaters but like watching it again i'm like god these effects are so bad like really? they're so cheesy oh my god it was kind of funny it kept making me laugh i wonder like when our kids watch these movies are oh, gonna be this is so lame like what are too. they gonna see you know like if they like watch harry potter and they're like god this special effects <laughs> look so stupid and like to me like i was like oh the hell are they doing that right we love those floating candles mm -hmm. and we love hogwarts <laughs> don't get me started we will not so the church reaches out to the warrens and they ask for their assistance mm -hmm. lorraine is obviously reluctant and she tells ed that like look i had a premonition of you dying and ed Ugh. and ed's like look we've never turned down a family before so like why are we going to start doing that now? Right. We'll just be careful. So the Warrens go to stay with them at um, their house and they end up trying to do um, that uh, interview, like a, another or a seance. They try to like conjure the man, Mr. Bill from the little girl. So Ed shows the, uh, they're able to contact the spirit and Ed ends up showing the spirit like a crucifix and like the spirit's like not having none of it. So um, later that night, Janet wakes up in her bedroom and she's attacked by Bill and the Warrens decide to spend some time with a family that isn't really a revolved around like the spirit. Mm -hmm. Oh, and then this is like the interview they do. They make uh, Janet like have water in her mouth while the voice comes on to like prove that like she's not faking it. But they turn around because the, the spirit is like shy and doesn't want to come out. And he's, and she's like, he doesn't want to come out and, unless you guys aren't looking at me. What? So then, yeah. So, and 
she i mean i guess kind of like the whole like nobody was yeah in exactly room. and i, I guess yeah. that was like their like yeah. reference to it he's shy he was a shy little thing cute so just like you exactly just like me me and bill have a lot in common we love to talk never mind no. <laughs> i know what you're gonna say i know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> so then um so the Warrens they decide like, look, like this family like needs like some like fun in their life. Like for the past like months, they've been like tormented by the spirit. Like let's try and like just give them like some regular like family moments. Mm-hmm. So um, Ed ends up bringing like some vinyl records and trying to like play it for them because like the kids mentioned that they loved like music, Cute. but then their record player doesn't work because of like everything in the house the mom makes a comment like oh everything in my house like just hasn't been working lately because of like all the spirits Mm -hmm. so ed plays guitar for them and he has a whole song where he sings um an elvis song and i'm just kind of like god what a dream to like be the star of a horror movie and then have like a musical number randomly in the middle of it Mm -hmm. that's your dream the fuck up if you had a song of choice they're like eddie i mean you just sing but you can pick any song Mm. which song in a horror movie yeah Rain on me, Lady Gaga. <laughs> and then, like, all the ghosts will... St- and then, like, it will start raining blood. And then I'm possessed by, like, the spirit of Joanne. Ariana Grande. Oh, okay. <laughs> Actually, I don't know. I don't know what song I would sing. Be like, whatever is, like, famous on TikTok. And I'll go viral. Oh. Okay. <laughs> so... You would sing WAP. <laughs> oh, my God. The dirty version. Yes. None of that that gushy shit Mm-mm. which i didn't even know so when i i when i watched the music video for the first time i hadn't heard the song uh-huh. and i i guess i watched like the edited or like the clean version so they never say like what ass pussy i was like why is it called what? oh me too yeah <laughs> but your girl was in it oh I, she we got a lot of we got a lot of her. Uh, i know hate for it who the fuck surprised like yeah people are just jealous did cardi ask you to be in the video yeah exactly no, did they so did she, she ask you well, I wasn't available. She was she was my stand-in. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. My yeah. mom watched that music video. <laughs> you she made go, your mom no, watch no, no, it? No, 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 I went to her house and she was like, Mija, did you watch the new Cardi video? Words I what never thought. I said, I said, no. Oh, no, I I was like, yeah. And she's like, yeah, that girl is in there. Um, Kylie Jenner. I was like, I know. And she's like, yeah, she turned. She's like, oh, she's like you guys have like the same face shape. <laughs> I was like, yeah. You guys fa- really do look alike. Yeah, there was one part her face turned, and I was like, I, I, I don't see it anymore. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I was like, oh shit! And she's like, yeah, Miha, that was you. I was like, mm-hmm, all of it, all mm, sure, girl. So it was Stan, your mother. It was cute. Miha, did you watch the new Cardi <laughs> video? <laughs> what the fuck? I don't it think my cute. mom even knows who Cardi B is. I was, I was like, what, what, what? what? <laughs> it was cute. I love that. Well. All right, back to spookiness. Okay, so Ed ends up playing like handyman. He ends up starting to like fix shit all over the house and he volunteers to fix their washing machine in the basement, which is like completely broken and like the whole basement is flooded because Ugh. of it. So he goes down with Peggy and she ends up getting attacked by like the spirit and he ends up biting her and then he like finds like a pair of like dentures in the water. Ew. So it's like, okay, like something's going on. Yeah. And so, like, in the movie, I guess, like, like the whole time, like, when all these events are happening, like, the Warrens, like, keep having conversations where, where like, Lorraine's like, I just don't sense anything here. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't feel like a spirit. And so, like, they're referencing to, like, I think this is a hoax. Mm-hmm. So then it jumps to, like, the kids seeing, like, the spirit in the kitchen. And then Johnny goes to, like, face it. And he and Janet is pulled into the kitchen and they end up getting locked in there. Ooh. And then when they come out, the kitchen is, like, completely destroyed. Like, the chairs are broken um spoons are bent Mm -hmm. all of that 
and they let the Warrens. Oh, so then the um the other investigator or the paranormal investigator Anita, the one who is like not believing any of the shit. Yeah, lets the Warrens know that she has proof that Janet is faking the whole thing. And because they have video footage of um, Janet, like, in the kitchen, like, destroying things and throwing, like, the the stuff, like, on her own. so, like, real life, kind of. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, Anita ends up confronting the mom and tells her to, like, quit the charade and, like, accuses her of making, like, her kids do all this for money and stuff like that. And, like, Peggy's like, you know what? You guys can, like, leave because, like, this is so fucked up. Like, my family and I are going through some real shit. Yeah. Everyone just leaves. So, she kicks everyone out. Good for her. Exactly. So, then... um. Lorraine's like, yeah, let's go. Like, I'm really just not feeling anything here. And then Morris Gross like tries to convince them to stay, and mm. he's unsuccessful. So then later on, like the siblings confront Janet, and they're like, "Did you like destroy the kitchen?" And she's like, "Yeah, I did." And they're like, "Why did you do that?" And she's like, "Because the spirit told me if I didn't make them leave, he was gonna kill you guys." Oh my, that's nasty. So the uh, Warrens end up going on a train. Um, they're about to like leave when Lorraine has a premonition of Bill and she learns that his spirit is just a pawn and that he's actually being controlled by an even scarier entity. Um, so she's like, oh my God, like, you know, we need to, we need to go back. We need to help this family. That's why I was not sensing it because he was blocking like right. the, the shit. I don't know. Ooh. I don't know. Spooky logic. So they go back to the house to try and like stop the demon and Ed gets locked in the house and Lorraine fears that her vision of being impaled will come true because mm-hmm. um, lightning ends up striking like a tree like outside their house and like it shapes itself into like a really pointed edge Ugh. and she has that vision of him being impaled. So she's like, you can't go in there by yourself. Um, but he ends up getting locked in the house and he's like, I have to do this. Like, even if I die, like it means that like we help this family oh, out. So they really like, he was passionate. They really made the Warrens look like fucking saints, which is so gross it's because crazy. like in real, everyone was like, Oh, here's like yeah. the money grabbers. Yeah. Ugh. So, um, Lorraine ends up remembering that she wrote the, the demon's name down. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Because then she like has like a thing where, uh, the Warrens figure out that by some, like, by some miracle, I don't even know, like, she's like, oh, my God, like, he was telling me a riddle, like, the, the, because she has, like, a vision of, like, Bill telling him that, like, he's being controlled by, like, a, a bigger entity and, and... An evil one. Yeah. Yeah. And that this entity is telling them that, that they need to speak the demon's name in order Ooh. for him to leave. But I'm like, how did y'all even figure that out? Right. Like, I could never be like, all right, well, the family's fucked. It's like a math problem. Yeah. And I was never, I was never, I'm never good at riddles. Never been. No. So they, some miracle figure it out. So she remembers that she wrote the demon's name and that it's Valak. And um, she like scribbled it, right? Yeah, like, like over in her and over. Bible. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. So she's like, where's my Bible? And she goes to yeah. like find it. And when... Ed comes to like get Janet like in the bedroom. Mm-hmm. She like the windows like open up and she's about to like jump out the window where like the the tree is. Ugh. And so he like goes to like grab her. Uh-huh. And then um Lorraine ends up making her way into the house and she ends up facing the demon and like condemns him to hell by his name. And she's like, You have no power here, Valak. Like, go back to hell where you came from, you little bitch. Just like that. Just like that oh, verbatim. Love and her. then the spirit went, girl, like, fuck you, raggedy ass. Your husband cheating on you ass. With a 15 year old. With a 15 year pedophile ass. And she's like, We are people of God. They don't care. It was a whole thing. I don't remember that, but okay. it was a deleted scene. If you it was a deleted scene. If you say so. Yeah, no, I, I saw it. It was the extended version. So. Oh, you always have those mm-hmm, yeah mm-hmm. so that's why a lot of people don't remember it um 
So then the demon just disappears. He's like, okay, bitch, fuck. She said my name. Mm-hmm. So like, I don't know, maybe he, maybe like growing up, like when like the demon's mom would like get him in trouble and like oh. say his full name, maybe like triggered him or something. Understood. Got it. So Lorraine's able to save both Ed and Janet from falling out the window mm-hmm. and is happily ever after girl. <laughs> That's it. Like... <laughs> I was like, this is kind of an anticlimactic ending. Yeah. But, you know, she done did the thing. So was the king. So was I mean, truly. I mean. They're like, yep, a priest came and, um. And that was it. That's it. Yeah. But yeah. Wow. The kids grew up. They mentioned that Peggy died in that house. Oh, yeah. In the chair. Yeah. I, unless I missed that. I, I don't know. I mean, yeah, at this point, I'm not. Right. Wow. So. Well, that was The Conjuring. The Conjuring. And then we saw the nun for the first time. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, we got her out of it. We got her out of it. We got the crooked man out of it. Mm-hmm. We got Patrick Wilson singing. Oh, the best part. That was the best part. We love that. I love. Did you ever watch the Phantom of the Opera movie? No. Oh, well. Sorry. He sings in it. Plays Ralph. Wow. I love that for But him. yeah. So that's it. Okay. Do you have your you oh, the quiz? Yeah. Okay. So I thought it would be fun since we did all of that conjuring business to find out. Y'all are not ready for this. We're ready. <laughs> to find out what demon from the Conjuring universe Jen is. Ooh, yay. Because we already know that she is a demon. <gasps> Eddie, you're so mean. Why am I mean? I mean, but a demon, that's kind of cute, no? I think it's precious. I, it's I love demons. Okay. Okay, this quiz will reveal which demon from the Conjuring universe you are. Perfect. Let's go, girl. <gasps> I was going to say that. Okay, okay, so this is actually kind of hard okay. to do because you need to look at pictures. I'll okay. show you. It says, um, which image best suits your personality? So it's got like a picture of like heart lights. Okay. It's got a picture of like a rainy city. Okay. A picture of a cathedral. Okay. A picture of a bunch of dolls. Oh, cute. Like little toys. Uh-huh. A picture of a bunch of friends like looking out into like the city view. Mm. And then a sad bitch just like by herself. Oh. Like, the sad bitch by herself that's so sad for sure but girl i feel that but i have scout now though yeah not anymore you know okay so how are you feeling right now creepy are you feeling angry are you feeling mischievous are you feeling scared are you feeling happy are you feeling sad i'm happy because my dog oh okay fuck us right cool it's the first time we've recorded in two months and but you know what she's got her little dog and that's all that matters i get it girl i can relate yeah sorry sorry eric you're engineering she don't give a fuck about no <laughs> stop if you were a demon which of these things would you hate the most Ooh. happiness Ooh. kids oh, that's mine <laughs> i was gonna say that's yours people in general uh-huh. cats uh-huh. eternity or the Warrens. The Warrens. Yeah, if you were a demon. Fake ass. <laughs> Cheating ass. Uh-huh. Using okay. me for money purposes. Uh, truly. Yeah, and they didn't no. get a cut. The Warrens. Those demons exactly. did not get a cut out of it. Okay, now choose one of these cakes. So I got like a little chocolate cake. Okay. A little like drippy pink cake. Okay. A little like flower cake. hmm A fruit cake. A chocolate mousse cake. <laughs> and an M&M cake. The flower one. Yeah. None of these look as good as our friend who makes all of our birthday cakes. So, Mm. sorry, quiz. Missed opportunity. Yep. You hear a noise in the attic. What do you do? Ignore it. It's probably just a rat. Yeah. Go find a weapon and check it out. Cry and call for help. Laugh it off, but ask your friend to come over. (laughs) 
run out of the house without looking back or lock the attic. The first one. No, yes. That's me here in this house. <laughs> Truly. Every. This house is for sure haunted. Yeah. Okay. Now choose one of these horror movies. Cabin in the Woods from 2012. Ooh, love her. Child's Play, the 2019 version. I liked her. We liked it, yeah, right? I, I, yeah. I loved it. Sinister, 2012. Okay. A Quiet Place, the Amityville Horror, 1979 version. Okay. Or Mama. Oh, wait. These are all kind of good, What was the actually. first one? Cabin in the Woods. That one. Really? Yeah. Love that. Yeah, that's a spook. That's like with that werewolf looking thing, right? Yes. And the merman. The, oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. That was funny. You ready to know who you are? You got the crooked man. There was a crooked man and he walked a crooked mile. He found a crooked sixpence against a crooked style. It was the flower cake. That oh, they that. like quote the whole song. Oh. He bought a crooked cat, which caught a crooked mouse. And they all lived together in a little crooked house. Oh, that was so cute. Okay. Look at they me. They didn't give you a description. Look at me. I took the quiz last night and I got La Llorona. Oh, cute. And I was like, okay, Latina. Right. Killing kids. Right. I was like, oh, girl, that is me. You, 100%. But they also gave me like a description, like why I was her. <laughs> this one, they were like, oh, she already knows she's a demon. We don't need to. What was yours? Do you remember? La Llorona. The description. Oh, I was like, girl, I just told you. That was, that scared me. I was like, oh, no, she's gone senile. I was like, I literally just said it. No. Oh, it was like, you do not like kids. Okay, yeah. And then it was like, you may not be a real part of the Conjuring universe, but you're a fan favorite. And I was like, oh, girl, yes, I am. True. I know, I was a little okay, shocked. Cute. Well, look at us. All right, guys. Well, that was another episode of Nightmares and Chill. We'll be back soon, I not two months we from now. Not go- yeah, we won't be taking any more breaks unless yeah. some scary shit happens. Knock on wood. Right. Oh, my God. Jennifer, where can they find you? Um, you guys can find me on Instagram at Jennifer X Paroles. Love that. But more importantly, please follow the Nightmares and Chill yes. page. Nightmares and Chill on Instagram. Nightmares Chill on Twitter. Mm-hmm. We got a Facebook. What's your Insta? You can find me at Disnerd Any on all platforms, including TikTok. And um, our OnlyFans is what again? Okay. Uh, it's Nightmares and Chill and Dick. Got it. At OnlyFans. Perfect. God, I wish. You shouldn't have said that. Why? Somebody would have went like, look for it. Oh, or like someone makes we, it. We could have been like casual, like, oh, you're OnlyFans. <laughs> Anywho, have a good night. Okay, bye, guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, please follow us. And then if you have um, any questions or want to reach us, you can uh, email us at nightmaresandchill at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Um, we are open for all sponsors. Mm-hmm. We're open for if you just want to be on the podcast at this point, we'll interview anybody. If you have like sure. a connection to like any type of spooks or even if you, it is a true crime or maybe movie that you want covered, email us. Mm-hmm. Don't be afraid to do that. Do it. Because we need help sometimes figuring mm-hmm. one out. And then next next time we'll have a very special episode for yes, you guys. Yes, we will. It's a very iconic. Yeah. Yeah. I'll stop there. All right. Bye. Bye.